Welcome to The Pulse on Akaville Radio, hosted by Rachel Schoenbaum. Welcome to The Pulse. This is Rachel and I today with me at Alyssa, Matt, and Kiara from Cutoff Studios. Welcome to The Pulse, folks. Hello. Thank you. Sure. How you doing? Doing great. It's almost a long weekend. Ready to go. So for those folks who are not familiar with Cutoff Studios, can you give a little bit of the background and history of Cutoff? Sure. Cutoff Studios was formed about six years ago now. It started out with me and one of my best friends from college. Just the two of us running around different parts of the East Coast doing audio production. And really over the last six years, the the studio has grown really to have a a bigger focus on education and community while also continuing to do audio and now video production services. So it's been great. We've seen tremendous growth with our team going from about two or three of us to now about 22 of us. Wow. Spread out throughout the country and uh, into Canada. So it's been, been a great six years. That's awesome. What are some of the things that you guys have done in the last six years that feel like really stand out to you? Ooh, I'd love to jump in. So we have a new program. It's called Masterclass 2.0. And it's kind of a re-envisioning of like the, tra- the traditional masterclass that you would think of. So like, you know, back in the day, you'd have a masterclass. Some, a clinician would come and watch your group perform and then give you some pointers and then you'd fix them. And that would kind of be the end of it. Masterclass 2.0 is kind of a re-envisioned look into that. So it's a more customizable program. So it's a bit of a tradition, different, it's different than a traditional approach where it can be consulting and it can also be educational. Um, Very cool. So we'll meet with clients ahead of time and get to know their needs and kind of like where their strengths and weaknesses are. And then we create like a customized plan for them with clinicians and the clinicians will prepare material ahead of time and actually like teach them. It's a great like investment for the group to like have some of this like knowledge from our really skilled clinicians kind of passed on to them. Yes. Yes. They can improve their group. Yeah. What's some of the feedback that you've gotten from some of the groups or the participants in Masterclass 2.0? Yeah. So the program is actually pretty new. We are actually in the, in the phase right now of going through our first set of clients but we've been having a great time talking to them and learning more about them. And it's been very interesting, especially the pandemic, to see that like their rehearsals are very different and they're, they've had to change their whole approach. And we've been like, you know, education right now is a great thing because you can't perform as much. So it's just been a really good learning experience for us as well to like get to know them and like see what's going on in their lives. What were some of the challenges that you guys experienced in the process of setting this up? It's just it's been a big project to start from scratch. You have to think about, you got to meet with everybody. And especially with college students, they're very, very busy having to meet with everybody that's important to meet like like the executive team and then them like have discussions with the full group and then get back to us and stuff. That's kind of been some of the main challenges that we've um, seen. Yeah. And plus we're kind of learning as we go too. This is very new for us, but yeah, but I mean, it's been great though. College students are just so fun to interact with and they're all so sweet, but yeah, it's been a blast. It's been challenging, but it's a blast. Yeah, I imagine that with the advent of COVID, you all had to sort of maybe not on a dime because there were projects in the pipeline or working on, but I imagine there was a a shift that you needed to do in order to accommodate some of the the sort of lack of ability of people to, I don't know, do things the way they normally have done them. What was that like for you? Yeah, so I think one of the things, like one of the big parts of Masterclass, we call it MC2, is that 
ideally it's very virtual and just in nature, even if there wasn't a pandemic, it's, it's very virtual in nature, just because we have, I mean, we have clinicians all over the country and that's awesome, but we don't want our clients to feel like, oh, well, only clinician X is in your area and they may not be a great fit for you, but they're the only one in your area and they can do it in person. Yeah. But we don't want our clients to feel like they're limited by their location. So it's a very virtual experience. If there's a clinician in the area that wants to travel there, we could totally accommodate that and that'd be awesome. But the whole idea is that you get whatever you need to learn the way you need to in the best way for you as possible. Yeah. What about more broadly for the studio? How has COVID impacted you all and the work and services that you offer? It's been interesting because you would think that a studio that works with students generally in in person would have like a a drop off. We actually were went the exact opposite direction. Alyssa and Kiara actually joined the studio in the middle of the pandemic within the last like six to eight months. And and Alyssa helped to launch MC2. So we launched a brand new program. I'll let Kiara talk about the rebrand that we just did with social media in a second, but we already worked virtually. We're, again, we're spread out throughout the country into Canada. So we're already working virtually. We're already trying to figure out ways that we can connect with clients and members of the acapella community in general, just to build our community. So it really wasn't that big of a shift, which is great. But I'll I'll let Kiara talk a little bit about what she did with social media, which is yes. huge now. Ooh, social media, my time to shine. So I started with the studio over the summer in July. And when I kind of joined in, you know, there was talks of wanting to just kind of do like a rebrand, redo everything that we kind of had at this point. So, you know, we started with the Instagram because you know, we kind of felt that that was the platform that we were reaching most of our community and interacting with most of our community on at that point. And we kind of just wiped the slate clean there, just kind of started fresh. You know, we kind of redid our logo, updated it a bit and kind of went from there. So it's been definitely an adventure during the pandemic to, you know, kind of, we don't have content right now that we're using from like in-person, right? So we're not posting like us getting together for maybe our in-person lens events, things like that. So I think it's definitely had to been like an adaptation as to how we're posting virtual content, but we're still working on it. We're still getting the rebrand kind of together and kind of figuring out how we want things to look. Yeah. What about now was the right time to 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 sort of take on a rebrand. Absolutely. Um, Like Matt said, we have, especially in the last year, we have just gained a lot more team members to the studio. So with the new things that we were adding, our video production department, with the start of Masterclass 2.0, it did, it really did feel like we were shifting to like kind of like a new, I don't know if new cutoff, but you know, kind of like a new era, I would say is kind of where we were headed. So it just felt like it was the right time to, to be doing that. Awesome. So you talk about being virtual anyway, and that you have this sort of distributed network. And I wonder, it sounds like you've had some success with that kind of structure in this environment because of your distribution. And I wonder, you know, are there elements of the implementation of your business and how you've conducted it that you feel like are have been beneficial to this time and that you might continue to use going forward? I think our focus has always been on building community and connecting on a deeper level with our clients. And that has will always be at the heart of what we do. Really, for all of us, we're doing this because we all had such amazing experiences at acapella. And really, we 
want to be able to provide those same experiences to, to the future quote-unquote generations to come. With launching a new virtual project like MC2 with, with a rebrand, all of these things really are just focused on helping to connect and build a, a wider client and community base. And I think for a lot of people being separated, you know, either going to school virtually or, or not being able to see people in person, having a sense of community, being able to get together, you know, on a Zoom call with a bunch of people from across the country that all share the same love and interest of acapella was super beneficial for us because we were kind of like a safe place, if you will, just a place to come together and talk about something that we all are so invested in. Yeah. Well, one of your more recent clients has been Untitled from Towson, and they worked with you on a recent project called Speculate, which was originally performed by Xavier Omar. And I wonder if you can talk a little bit about how that project went for you. Yes, I will say that Kyle Howard is our vice president of audio production, and he was very strategic and was thinking outside of the box because the Townsend project is actually one that Kyle decided was safe to do in person under some very, very tight guidelines. So big room, separated, lots of disinfecting of microphones and door handles. And it's thinking outside of the box that allowed us to be able to do this project in the middle of a, a global pandemic. So Kyle and his production team, I think there's about seven or eight producers on our team, were able to put this project together. Kyle went and did it, the recording in person, and then we did all of our the, the post-production work in our separate little homes across the country. Awesome. Well, let's take a listen to Untitled from Towson and their rendition of Speculate, produced by Cutoff Studios. Here it is. Hold up, hold up there past me. We don't have a license to play music on this podcast. So if you want to hear this interview uninterrupted, including all the fantastic music that's involved, go to Akaville.org and become a member. Thanks. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled interview. Nice job. That sounded great. So you had spoken about broadening and em embracing a video production side of things. And I wonder if you can just talk a little bit about how that's going. Yeah, I mean, I think any one of us can talk about it. So, but I, I, the first thing I'll say is I think it was something that was needed. Again, we're driven by our clients' needs. And we saw a huge need for help with these box videos or virtual choirs or how, whatever you want to refer them to. And so we had an intern that had interned with us last spring, came to us and said, I'm really interested in helping to launch a video department. And we said, come along. And she just kind of took it and is running with it. And it's been great so far. Yeah. From the clients that you've had, what has their response been to this offering? I mean, I think it's been great for them because like, it, especially because there's just not a lot of stuff that they can do all together. But when they can kind of see all their faces together in one video that they've recorded and stuff and that we helped put together, it kind of gives them that sense of community that they're still together, even if it's not safe for them to physically still be together. So we've gotten a lot of great feedback about that. A lot of wonderful clients that I think we're going to have for a really long time. But I, yeah, I think it's that it's that community thing coming back into play again, right? Even though they're not all together, they're on the same screen and they look, they look and they feel like they're seeing together. And it's just so nice to see like how special that is to them because yeah. like, I can't even imagine like it's, it's a pandemic and you can't sing with, with the people that you love, right? Like it's so mm -hmm. tough, but when you have that, they just get so excited and it's just, it's so heartwarming for us to be able to give that to them. But yeah, it's just, mm -hmm. it's just so nice to see how happy it makes them. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like they can come in with a plan without a plan and we can definitely consult with them in regards to, you know, 
what are you looking for? What can we help you with? And kind of guiding them that way. So if they've never done anything like a box video before, which I'm sure a lot of groups did it before, you know, COVID, we can definitely point them in the right direction too with that. Yeah. So you all specifically, you three participated in this yourselves and that you produced a virtual choir video with yourselves and with former clients and other people who participated in your various workshops and seminars and things. And I wonder if you can talk a little bit about that initiative. Yeah, again, you know, we saw a need. I think we wanted to provide an opportunity for people that were unable to sing together for a wide variety of reasons right now, an area where they can come together and put together something, be creative. So we did a virtual choir project. We had over 30 people, former clients, members of our staff get together. The students actually are the ones that picked the song. They arranged it collaboratively and really were the driving force behind these projects. So we have two out right now. We'll have a, well, actually three out. And it was just a wonderful experience to be able to create make some music together. The three of us all got to be in the same group. We were in group two and uh, just had a wonderful time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What was the most fun or memorable part for you? Oh, Oh, wow. I had never done a box video before or like anything like that. And, you know, I'm 25, so I've been out of college for a while. So it was also the first time that like I had really seen an arrangement and like learned something from an arrangement. I was like, wow, I forgot how to do this apparently. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, our our director of video production, our VP of audio production, Kyle and Sam, they gave us tips, you know, of how to best record the audio, what not to do, how best to record the video. So I think that part of that project was definitely very seamless because it was like, okay, here's what you should do. Here's what you shouldn't do moving forward. Yeah. And it was just, it it was so fun to be able to do that kind of stuff again. Like I missed going back and like getting the sheet music and then reading through it and like learning my part and singing over and over again. And it was fun that I got to kind of like do more production-y stuff, which is, that's not really my forte, but I have a strong interest in it. And so it was fun just like setting up pillows around me and like (laughs) and stuff. And I was like, I'm a professional. (laughs) I think I had my phone on like a shoebox at some point. (laughs) There were dogs barking and I unfortunately had to go to my car that was turned off with a comforter and I wrapped it around me to (laughs) say... That's amazing. Creative here at Cutoff Studios. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So I'd love to give our listeners a chance to listen to the end result of that. The song is Somebody You Loved, originally performed by Louis Capaldi. And here is the audio from that virtual choir. Hold up, hold up there past me. We don't have a license to play music on this podcast. So if you want to hear this interview uninterrupted, including all the fantastic music that's involved, go to akaville.org and become a member. Thanks. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled interview. Again, so fun. And, and for folks who are listening to this in the podcast version, we have in the show notes a link to the video. So please be sure to check that out. So I wonder what's next? What's coming up next for Cutoff Studios? What can we look forward to? Doing this for six years, I always thought I knew what was next. You had asked me five years ago if we would have a video department, if we would have a dedicated communications team, Masterclass 2.0 program. None of this would have ever like come to mind. So I think what's next for us is we're going to continue to do what we've always been doing. We're going to be really focused on community. We're going to continue to find ways to provide educational services to groups. And uh, we're going to offer top-notch audio and video production services. And then we'll see what's next. We're going to be driven by by what the 
the groups are doing and what whatever they want and need. So we'll we'll find a way. Awesome. Any particular hopes about the direction that the company will take? Maybe from Kiara or from Alyssa? Uh, we do have a couple more virtual events coming up on the horizon coming up in the spring. We're going to have actually two virtual lens events this spring, as well as a audio production lens focus event, which will be brought to you by our vice president of audio production. And I think we're also hoping once it's safe, once it's good to go that we can go back to doing in-person events, educational events, recording with groups, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think from my perspective, I'm just, the thing that I think I'm most excited about, I think a lot of people in the studio are too, is just getting to meet new clients. Like our previous lens event was virtual and it was a huge success because you didn't have to be near New York to go to it, right? You could be anywhere in the world and you could go to it if you really wanted to. And so we got a lot of traction from that. We have a lot of hopefully a very big turnout for the next ones that we have. And then going back to the MC2 program, just getting to like talk face-to-face, not face-to-face, screen-to-screen to to these (laughs) really wonderful and talented and driven students. And just, yeah, it goes back to that community thing again. It's just like, it's a huge cutoff theme, like just getting to know people no matter where you are and just build a really big and strong acapella community, which I think is beautiful. Are there plans or ideas to reach out? I mean, you mentioned obviously the USA and Canada, but I wonder is is international something that's potentially on the horizon or is it happening now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have, you know, some connections via like our social media sites for, you know, acapella groups that are not in the US and Canada. So I think definitely virtually we want to connect with those groups. And at some point in the future, I think we would be open to you know, whatever that could look like even more so internationally. So for folks who are interested in learning more about Cutoff Studios, can you share ways they can get in touch and how they can find out more? Yes, absolutely. So you can go to www.cutoffstudios.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at cut underscore off underscore studios. We're also on Facebook as well as YouTube at Cutoff Studios. Awesome. And for those who may need a rundown, can you please remind them what services Cutoff Studio provides? Yeah, of course. So we provide audio and video production services. We provide a ton of educational services. Under that is our amazing MC2 program. We have an internship program that is for college students. We have Lens, which traditionally was an in-person event, now gone virtual. And we also then do community events. So we do things like the virtual choirs for our community, and we also host happy hours and game night just for people to kind of come together and and have a good time. I love it. Well, with everything that you have going on, we are so grateful that you took some time to spend with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. you. That was Matt, Kiara, and Alyssa from Cutoff Studios. Please be sure to check them out. Thanks for listening to this week's The Pulse, only on Acaville Radio. Remember, Acaville Radio is your home for the best in acapella news, music, and video. Only at acaville.org.